next Sunday. I'm a fan of New York. I did a show there once. Oh yeah, it's only on show, it's only on Saturdays. I'm not sure if you've oh, yeah? seen it. I don't know what what show. Uh, Mad TV. I think that was it. There was this furry fella. He liked Blue Oyster Cult, I guess. Oh yeah. How, how you doing? I just want to want to check in with you. How you oh, doing? Oh my god. COVID and stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. I just lost it all. I got, I'm sorry. I got <laughs> It's the movie toasty show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 105 of Movie Toast News and Reviews, the show that promises news and never gives it to you. Dennis, how you doing? I'm I I, I I'm a little bummed at that 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 start. I don't want to I don't want to start on a un under delivered All right. platform. I know I, right, I feel let me, bad. Let me I'm let me do it again. Let, let me do it folks. again then. All right, one two three. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 105 of Movie Toast News and Reviews, the show that we got so much reviews, we don't have time for news this week. What's going on, Dennis? <laughs> oh, that is right. There you go. Uh, I'm I'm doing just fine, sir. I got a couple of fun flicks in. I am excited for the season of Screaming coming up here with October dawning upon us. We get a whole slew of horror and horror-like things. Mm. So. I'm pumped. I'm, nice, I'm nice. Stoked. You, uh, about I'm, you, man. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, can't complain. Living that life. Yeah. There you go. That's all yeah, you can ask for, you right? Betcha. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, don't review Hocus Pocus, and we'll be good. Ooh. Uh, oh. Okay. Nah, nah, you you, re- you review the Hocus Pocus. I'll, I'll watch it. I don't know. Uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for this episode. I got a bunch of new movies to talk about, so that's going to be uh, super fun. Oh, um, yes, sir. Something in the Spider-Man universe coming down the pipe. And not for me, folks. I'd, I, I, I'm bummed I didn't get to it week one, but uh, I'm excited to hear about a, about a couple of, well, all of your reviews, sir. No, don't but, patronize you know, me. Things in the... <laughs> Things in the MCU universe are always going to yeah. be fun to hear about. So I am. I yeah. Am and I'm for excited that, for one of your films. Uh, uh, the one that we didn't both watch together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Let's get to it. Uh, be you want to do a little bit of that uh, sweet, sweet theme song for polls? Polls. All right, so yeah, our next poll here, Dennis, uh, we uh, talked about on our flashback episode, as I'm going to call it, uh, Tommy reviewed a bunch of the later versions of the X-Men films. So I wanted to know who people thought was a better Magneto, Ian McKellen or Michael Fassbender? Oh, that dude, that's mm. cruel. They're, I'll tell you, uh, an 80-20 split. It was yeah, pretty one-sided? 
Oh, yeah. Fuck. Which one? Which wow. do you want? Um, I think. Well, I don't know if I see. I don't know. I, I like them both independently as like the older and younger versions True. of the character as they are supposed to be. Um, I don't think I can choose a preference. I think the people may say, "Mr. McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen." That's my guess. That's as much as I will. I will fess up to. But what about yourself? Then? You know, Who do you prefer. I just I, whenever I see Ian McKellen, I picture. <laughs> Magneto and Gandalf. Uh, but whenever I see Fagin Fassbender, I'm like, oh, there's Magneto. So I'm with you. I, th- I feel like you're right. And I feel like this was one of the times I should have put they're equally as good. But I'm like, nah, let's cut to the chase. Oh, oh no. I like the choice. Yeah, yeah the hard choice. I don't have exactly. to make it. Someone else does. <laughs> 20% went to Sir Ian McKellen. 80 for Fassbender. Oh. You know, I think maybe it's because they saw Damn. his dick in another movie, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll do with the dick that we saw." Magneto oh, yeah. dick. There you go. And there's the episode <laughs> title. Um. <laughs> All right, chugging along here. Uh, last week after we recorded, Diego Luna uh, had had kind of made this uh, big proclamation saying, "Hey guys, we just finished filming the uh, Cassie and Andor show for Disney Plus, and it's gonna be good. We got some old." people popping up in this show and it's going to be good. So I was like, all right, cool. So I wanted to know out of the four fucking star Wars shows hitting Disney plus at the end of the year through next year, which uh, people were most excited for out of Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the book of Boba Fett and season three of the Mandalorian. Hmm. Damn. No, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole lot of, wonderful star wars mm. happening i uh, fuck man what but but the people though what did they choose i feel it's gonna hmm either kenobi or mando although boba fett is gonna get a lot of hype it's like mandalorian is the safer bet because we know what we're getting into all right if i'm uh shit okay no i'm, I'm torn between okay. boba fett well, here and mando. we go if, if, as far as what, what trivia, i think they're I'd voting stick for. with your instance Zero percent went to Andor, twenty percent went to the Book of Boba yeah, Fett, and you're correct, Dennis. Oh. A forty forty split with Mandalorian season three and Obi Wan Kenobi. So. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, it's. I think it's just it's a lot of the Kenobi hype. He's he's a big character. I was literally just having a conversation with the cashier at the convenience store on the corner about the importance of Obi Wan Kenobi in the Star Wars universe, and it's like, yeah, he's a tremendous mm-hmm. character. He's no Skywalker, but you might as well be Skywalker's wish that could be With, without Kenobi. Kenobi yeah, we'd like only have the one Skywalker, but then we have so many others. Since that's right. The Kenobi brings them together. Brother and sister. It's in partners. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for polls this week. People didn't like answering my polls. So fuck the people. Now, thank thank you. The people who did select and say this <laughs> stuff. You guys are wonderful. Um. But uh, you want to get just just you. Though. Yeah, just you. Everyone else go fuck yourselves. <laughs> and if you guys aren't following us to do these polls, we do it over at Twitter at movie underscore toast. Uh, you can get that and a bunch of promos for the episode. And hopefully we'll get a new social media person and they can spice it up and jazz it up a bit. That's what happens when you're working in the industry. You got no time for social media. Or you do. And That's you're right. just lazy. Uh, you judge. That's you know, me. That's, that's that's me as well. I could pour more. I could zazzafraz it up, but I don't because I'm just in robot mode. Um, 
I could. Azazafras sounds delicious. I'd, I'd take one. Well, of it's right the now. New Orleans treat, right? Or is sounds it like San Francisco drink it. treat? San Francisco. I don't know. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Zazafras. I just see a man playing a trumpet. It's on the one the with note. the trolley yeah, on, I think right? So. Yeah. <laughs> so it has to be like I'm, I'm going to go with San Francisco. Final answer. You want to get into that sweet, sweet trivia? <laughs> Dude, I am fucking. I am ready. I am ready for. If I remember video. correctly, did you you win last week? Did you? I think you did. Am I wrong? I finally squeaked away with my first victory of this uh, this next season, this next series of of trivia. So yes, I, I won last round, but it is three to one. So you are still well. I ahead like of the me. sound of that. But Dennis, uh, since you did win last week, I will be a gentleman and let you take the first pick in the game. Oh, how gentlemanly of you! And. For you fine folks who may not be aware of the format of the game, there are four categories in our trivia game to choose from. These are comedy cartoon, action adventure, drama musical, and horror sci-fi. So, Adam, I think for my first question, I'm going to go with my classic horror sci-fi. Mm, it is the spooky season, Dennis. Matt Damon and Jodie Foster star Oops. in this movie about a privileged class that lived and worked in a space station, which you asked me this question last week. So we are really circling the drain with these questions. But uh, I, be I bet you know this answer because I told you how much I love this movie. I saw it three times in Winneka Pacific theaters. Oh, shit. Hold on. Now, I can you repeat the question? Just, <laughs> son of a bitch, start listening a little I bit. I got lost in there. No, I, I did weave a tail <laughs> because I was hoping I could trick you. Um, Matt Damon and Jodie Foster star in this movie about a privileged class that live and work on a space station. What is the name of this movie? Oh, my God. Why am I like? And even if we did just ask the question, I'm just drawing a total and complete fucking blank. I'll on give this. you a hint. You want a hint or no hint? I, Matt, Matt Damon on a space. Matt Damon and Jodie mm -hmm. Foster in a space yeah. station. Why am I like fucking just blanking out? This movie came out probably like system. maybe if I had a guess, I'd say probably like 2011, 2012. The Martian. Uh, that 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 does start Matt Damon. No, so it's up to you. Even... Do you want to do you want to want to nail that down or do you want me to give you a Matt, hint? Or... I'll, I'll take a hint. I got fuck, man. I don't know why this just <laughs> I'll take I'll take what you got. Right, I don't know how much is going to help, but I feel like it could help a bit if I narrow it in for you. This is a Neil Blumkamp film. Yeah, that didn't oh, help at fuck all. Me. I'm sorry. No, I, I should. It's like, but now all I'm thinking of is is like District Nine and uh, oh, Chappie, and other uh, Chappie's fantastic. Other things <laughs> like uh, I feel like he's uh, only done like four things. I, I didn't even watch that. I feel like he did like four or five things. So you almost named half his stuff. But uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, no, it's like I can think of literally everything. I got, you know what, man? I I don't I don't know. That's uh. All right, let's give him the buzzer if he if he doesn't want to throw a title out there. Yeah. You want to just go crazy and make up a name? All right, you don't have to. I don't um, want to put the pressure on you. Parmesan three. The return the of Gene Parmesan. All right. Um, <laughs> the return is the. Yeah. It was you all along. Gene. Uh, <laughs> Martin Mall, you. You mustachioed gentleman wearing a sombrero. You wily <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, the movie I'm looking for here is Elysium. Jesus. Rocks. Wow. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> with me. Um, I just dropped that one right off the cliff, didn't I? Well, sir, um, let's see what what you got. What do you what do you what right, are you looking you went for? for? Fucking horror safa. I'll go for comedy cartoon. Q one. All right, all right. Hopefully, well, I'll get it wrong. So what time, sir? I don't know. I'm going in. <laughs> all right, but I'm this really is, being this modest. Is a classic. I want to win. Class away. Well, you get, you got to tell me this first. Which Florida team mascot is stolen in Ace Ventura? Pet Miami Detective? Dolphins. Final answer. There you go. He's mm. got it. That movie does Dolphins. not live up. That movie does not live up, Dennis. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of pieces that don't hold up well. It's kind of uh, it, it's it's not great. It's not it's not a good no. sign of where the times used to be. But hey, it sure. was a. But Corny Cox yeah, is great. And it made Jim Carrey the Jim Carrey <laughs> we know and love. Or loved. Uh, That's true. I I could still watch an old uh, In Living Color once in a while. Sure. Shit still gives me some chuckle. Fireman action. <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill. All right, dude. What you want for your... Yeah. Oh, what am I... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you want to give me another, I'll take another. What you, what you, what you want to read me for my next question? I think I'll tell you. Right. Um, uh, I'll take an action adventure. Okay, here we go. All right. Who stars as Atlantic City Cop Rick Santoro? Santro? In Snake Eyes, Michael Keaton, Gary Sinise, or Nick Cage? Oh, Nicholas motherfucking Cage. This is a fantastically awful film. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Give him the ding, ding, ding for that one. That's a right answer, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, congrats. What a movie. What a movie. Um, It was a ghost punch. Yeah, no, that was great. Interesting production design. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the very very stylized movie can't can't go wrong with that and uh nick cage was still at the prime in those days although some people might say he's in his prime oh, yeah. right now i guess a lot of our fans probably would Ooh, yeah that would uh yeah <laughs> i mean they like his strange indies it depends yeah as people in dip it de- i think it depends on what era you come from like oh he was good when he was a hollywood star um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I'll take a horror sapphire, please. That film you did with Sean Connery, that the was Dwayne Johnson, yeah. It was a Dwayne Johnson biopic. <laughs> Those green orbs were his semen. Oh my God, Sean Connery! Is this the ghost of Sean Connery? Yes, but this is the ghost of when he's still alive. Fuck, I just <laughs> annihilated that. That was t- you have to start. Okay, so this is the trick. I had a PA and said, "Tell me, if you ever want to say anything that sounds like Sean Connery, you always have to start off with, I'm a Soviet submarine commander, eh. and and then you go from there. Soviet submarine commander. Okay, I'm Sean Connery. Uh, but you're obviously you're you're going for Hunt for Red October, y- Sean yeah, Connery. That's not cool. That's all right. Else. That's that's legit. But you know what's really legit, Dennis? If you could read me a chorus, I'm just shocked. I can do that. I can do that. Or if you want to go back and shut and it continue, down, continue the conversation with uh, the ghost of Sean Connery. No, I shall read this off. Your horror sci-fi question. Your mother's a whore, Trebek. <laughs> Famous titties for five hundred. <laughs> Titles. That's a therapist. <laughs> oh God. Um. 
what is Bruce Willis's job in the fifth element before he gets reinstated in the military? Taxi cab driver. I don't Taxi cab driver is correct. Uh, you are I, right. I gotta sir. admit something. I've never fully watched that movie. I think it's a little cheesy and a little weird. But uh, I, I do gotta I've never out. watched it all oh, either. Maybe we should do a commentary on that one. Maybe not. I don't know. That, uh, that could be fun. That could be fun. Yeah. We we did work on a guy who did miniatures for that movie. Oh. That the guy Michael Dennis. Sure. He uh he he made the tag he actually hand carved the taxi oh, cab. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. Maybe get him on the episode. Small circles down here in, in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I should should try that. Well, sir. Um it's it it's a good two to it one. Is. Right? I mean, is. We're, let's see if I can tie it up with you, man. Um give me a drama musical, please. All right, here we go. Wow. We really are circling the drain because you asked me this one two episodes ago. Oh shit. Who plays a young Vito Corleone in The Godfather 2. I took a stab in the dark and got it right. So can you remember or take a stab in the dark as well? Yeah, I can't. Uh, I, oh, my God. Why did why do I see this actor's face? But I can't think of because uh, he's watching you. He's watching sure he is. He's Santa Claus, fucking, right? I can't. Are you talking about Tim Santa Allen? Claus. Always watching. Uh, yeah, or yeah. No, from, uh, 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 he's he's telling Ben Stiller to fucking keep his grimy hands off his daughter Claus. before they get married. Milking Mr. Jinxie. In uh, the circle of son of a bitch. <laughs> Could you milk me? Uh, <laughs> yes. Damn it. Why the living fuck can I see uh, Robert De Niro? That is correct, ladies and That is my answer. Thank you. Yes. I got around to it. I'm sorry. It's just how I work. It's just the, it's the method. It's not elegant. <laughs> I, I'm not jerking off. That was a golf clap. That was the I appreciate that. Or was that. I? I don't know. Nobody will know. It says me and me alone. Um, could I? Um, uh, I'll take. I'll take a <laughs> drama musical too. I guess let's let's live dangerously. All right. All right. What film depicts self-destructive boxer Jake LaMotta? Oh, yeah. Jake LaMotta. Yeah. Mm. Boxing. Raging Bull? I don't fucking know. I have no clue, but I'm going to say Raging Bull. <laughs> Raging Bull is the answer. Is that De Niro uh, as Look at well? that. He came back around. De Niro to De Niro. Back to back De Niro's. I've never seen that one either. Um, I've tried watching this movie three times and I fall asleep every fucking time at the same place. I'm sorry, Scorsese. I usually like your stuff. That one, for some reason, I can't hey, do it. That, that's, I, I, I don't know why. That's legit what happened to me watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood four fucking times in the theater. Same point. Fell asleep <laughs> with fucking uh, Brad Pitt's on the fucking top of the house fixing a fucking satellite dish. I'm like, mm, I don't care. Let's, pa- let's peace out. <laughs> but yeah, no, that movie looked boring to me, so I've never watched it. But uh, good thing you tried, and I didn't. It's been a while. It's probably worth another shot. Yeah, no. You'll appreciate it now. Yeah, not really. I mean, you can <laughs> but uh, I'd like to see if you fall asleep again at the same point. That'd be fantastic. I, w- I shall. You know, it's not one that you think about it. It's not one that gets mentioned on the list of like Scorsese things. Yeah. When That's you talk true. about Scorsese movies, right? Like, Maybe. I feel like it's not high up on the list for a lot of people. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people. It gets mentioned, like it. but not like. Oh. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, Raging Bull, I like that, too. But it's like, oh, yeah, Jackie Brown, I like that Quentin Tarantino movie. I kind of forgot that existed. Mm, true. It's like, yeah, because you're too busy thinking of Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, fucking, you know, mm. uh, every, uh, everything else. Yeah. It just, I, I don't know. I, I think it's like there's the ones you get really hyped about, and those are the ones you get push up to the top. And then there's like, I love The Departed. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did make Raging Bull. That's true. That is a hundred percent. I don't know. That's just my assumption. That's so, a hot take. But I can't right put there. assumptions uh, all on you. It is. It is. Kablow. Just toasted you. Ooh, I like that um, new catchphrase. But you know. Say toasty. He's gone. Kablow. I just toasted you. It should be the new catchphrase at the end of the show. <laughs> there's the chart. There's the, it's coming this this winter. <laughs> Look for it in all of your favorite. Yeah, it's a stocking stuffer. I don't know. Or a menorah. Jam it in there. Give. Warmer. I don't know. It's a it's it's a birthday gift right there. The kids will love it. Um, what what could I give you? What would you like? I think a comedy cartoon is going to be the way to go. Right. Oh, my fucking. Oh, my God. Dennis, you've asked me this question twice and I've got it wrong twice. So let's see if you remember. I think you shall. What is the name of the prince in Disney's Sleeping Beauty? Michael Philip or Henry. Philip. Oh, you son of a bitch. Give him the bell, people. Uh. <laughs> dang, dang. <laughs> That's, that should be the bell from now. Dang, dang. That's the bell. Well, that sounds ominous, but uh, yeah, I, I can't believe we're running into this weird <laughs> loop of like, I've asked you, you've asked me, and now we're, we're going at it. We might, Yeah, we might have to roll over to a, a, new, a new trivia game here in, in a little bit. I'll have to start doing some research, find some, some new cards. We've probably you asked know, just about every question. <laughs> Our old buddy uh, messaged me the other day, Rick. He's like, hey, man, you should ask some some sports movies questions for uh, for Toaster Dennis. And I'm like, I don't know nothing about sports. I, I couldn't ask him that. But uh, apparently we've got the request for <laughs> sports movie uh, trivia. Sports movie. So so Sandlot. Air Little Bud. Giants. Air Bud. Uh, the, the only serious one I could think of would be like, remember the Titans? Mm. Uh, I did Miracle? like that. Uh, what was it? The, the tra- train something. Oh, oh, you're talking about cool. What was that one I reviewed a while back. Oh my God. I love that one too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, see, there's tons. Look at this. There's tons of sports movies out there. Just yeah. waiting to be, uh, we're naming all of exploited. them, all the good ones. And that was yep. it. That's yep. that. We, that was we're all out. We're tapped. But, um, I'll take a, I'll take an action adventure if you if you don't mind. I think I got one right here, actually. I hope you do. Who plays Major Dutch Schaefer in Predator? Was it Carl Weathers or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Fuck a duck! They're both in there, but Major—that's like—is that the top of the top? No, I don't know. Because at first, when you read it, I'm like, Carl Weathers, you put a bone in there, you got yourself a stew, a soup. Baby, you got, your, <laughs> baby, you got yourself a stew going. Oh, man. But <laughs> speaking of rest development. But I mean, Arnold is like the star of that flick, I guess. Um, but I got to go with my gut instinct here and say. But is he a major? I don't know. I feel like he's probably like a Colonel Sanders type. Uh, I'm talking the hunky Colonel Sanders. I'm talking to you, Mario Lopez. Um, don't eat your fucking chicken. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with Mando's friend, Carl Weathers. 
Carl's, Carl Weathers as a major Dutch Schaefer. That will be incorrect. Mm. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Don't, D- don't. That would be. Don't uh, lie Dutch was Arnold. Dutch was Arnold. Okay. And Junior Arnold was Dutch. Arnold's son that he carried in his stomach. And, it, and if it is a girl, I will name a Junior. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> where are we and I just fucking just let it we drop. Three I just to fell three right or three to two? Where, 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 where am I? How many do I get? Three, three to three. I like We are three to three. Spicy. So it's we need it. We need a couple in a row to cross the finish line here. And I think I want my next one to be a horror sci-fi. Let's just bring it right back around. Okay. Bring it on down the card. You have also asked me this one a couple of episodes back. What name is given to the virus in 28 days later? The zombie virus, oh, the blood virus, or the rage virus? The rage virus, Against I think, machines. is the answer. That is correct. You don't think you know it. Blood out. All right. Hit me Thank with you, your sir. best shot. I'll take a comedy cartoon. I'll hit you with my best comedy cartoon shot mm. question. Fat Albert. Thing. Um, Kenan Thompson. <laughs> the hey, that went hey, to jail. Hey. Bill Cosby. I think I got that. <laughs> no right. Cosby in over here. I think uh, it was Tom Selleck. I was looking for Tom oh, Selleck. Oh, son of a gun mustache. No. <laughs> well, sir, maybe you can tell me this one. Maybe. Who plays Peter Bretter in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Oh, easy peasy lemon squeezy. We're talking about Jason Segel. That would be Mr. Jason Seagal, right? You are correct. Yeah, are well, correct. I'm shocked we have that question. I, I felt like we've, we haven't had any any of those types of movies in this. What's funny is I think we've asked other questions on this card, but I we have not heard these last couple. So huh. I was able to I was able to dig one out. We haven't read yet. Nice. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for that. I like that movie. I got to revisit. It's been a while. Oh, that's that's like a. I, I think that's a uh, modern classic. I'd say for so. Our home easily. I would say so. Still, still stands up. Still funny as hell. I, I'm. This we quote it all you the time. Live in. <laughs> it is. We got quite the house we got here, Dennis. <laughs> we tell people we record in different coasts, but uh, we're really living together. We're actually. We mean opposite ends side. of the same apartment. Yeah. 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 We're in the same closet, looking opposite directions, and there is a moving blanket. Partitioning. Us. I'm still convinced that's a ghost named uh, Geraldine Sanders Sins. Ger- San- Sanders Sins. Yeah, yeah. Not to be confused and uh, not to be uh, infringing the copyright of a particular poultry um, officer <laughs> that uh, may or may not exist. Just saying there's a difference. That's all. Don't come knocking on our door. No, you can come knock on our door, but please be respectful. We got animals here. We don't need them barking at unsavory hours of the night and day. Uh, Unless you're bringing a bucket of chicken, then I think. Yeah, that'd be okay. They'll appreciate it. The animals will appreciate it. Just watch out. We may have a ghost in the closet with us. So (laughs) be prepared. There's the other episode title. Ghost in the closet. <laughs> You've heard about ghosts in the shell, ladies and folks. We got ghost in the closet. Wow. All right, Dennis. Glenn Close in the closet. <laughs> uh, what a movie that would be. Glenn Close ghost. I mean, All right, man. That five I times. think I'm ready. Glenn Close. Glenn Close ghost. Glenn Close. I can't, I can't well, even do it. I can't say it twice. Three times in the closet, she appears like Beetlejuice or Candyman. <laughs> she appears. She eats your soul. Don't say it a third time. <laughs> Uh, good thing you That's can't how she say she stays it. alive. 
<laughs> she sustains herself with the souls of say her name three times. It's how do you think she keeps her vibrancy and her her buoyancy, <laughs> her her libido, her her charisma, her star, her personality. It's Meryl Streep's secret. That's very it's the only why, reason why she's uh she's just getting better. She's just winning. Hey. She just keeps fucking winning. She's like uh, fucking everyone's best uh, drunk uncle, uh, Charlie Sheen. She's winning, man. She's got that tag of blood <laughs> because tigers <laughs> say her name three times like a roar, roar, roar. And she... Meryl Street peeps, Meryl Street peeps, Meryl Street peeps. Ah! Oh, boy, don't do it around Easter. Or your family's going to see a new bloody uh, mess. That's the hook with hers. You have to be holding the peeps. Yeah. And uh, it's it's the bunny ones. It's not the chicken ones. It's not the the weird fancy new ones. It's it's just bunnies, uh, preferably the pink bunnies. She'll go after the blue bunnies, but you're not fucking with the she's not fucking with any other color or shape. No, no, Whoa. she doesn't. Chris, you're back. How's it going, sir? It's been a while. Uh, how's your latest episode of uh, Walking in the Park? It's it was a stroll. All right, get out of here, Chris. I'm playing a game with Dennis. Dennis, I just realized the other day, I've never seen you and uh, Chris have a conversation in the same room together. What's going on there? I, wait, what? Who did I miss? I just missed Chris, Mr. Christopher Walken. Is that who I just missed? No, on no, the show? I, think, Damn. I think it was oh, Christopher Guess. <laughs> he wanted to have you in his next movie. Oh. You, you were going to play Legene Levy's uh, cousin, uh, his cousin's son's son. Uh, so you're going to be a. Except it's going to be all of the Levies. Yeah. I want all the Levies in the next movie. Yeah, we'll even get Jane Levy. She's not related. The kids. But... Yeah. yeah, an extra Levy. All right, so what can I hit you with? Call it when the, the Levies break. Leg? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I, if, I can, if I can get the win, I think I'm going to pull it out of an action adventure. Let's do it. What basketball player starred opposite Jean-Claude Van Damme in Double Team? And you know who else is in this movie, Dennis? Dane oh Cook. God. Oh my god. This is like 95, so I don't know how that happened. Fuck. Wait, double t- I don't shit. I honestly I I here's one I haven't watched. Um fuck man, I don't know. Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Fucking 95. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I wish you had asked me that one, Mr. Dennis Rodman. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh. No, I believe Fucking his mother I, was not a bitch. Get it. <laughs> I believe she was just a very well, for all we know. woman. Um, so I will take I'll take I'll take an action adventure. Let's live dangerously. Oh you're gonna you're gonna own this one, sir. Double take. Final <laughs> answer. What? What is Rambo's first name? John. Oh, but dude, I haven't read the options first. Oh, please read the options. Would you like to hear the other hilarious options that could be his first name? I would love to hear them. So, option one, John. Yeah, Yeah. too boring. Option two, Robbie. Oh, I like that because Robbie's a Robbie Rambo, huh? That Uh there you go. I think now it only gets stronger because we're gonna round it out with the third answer, Dirk. Dirk Rambo, would you not base a series, an action series around a character named Dirk Rambo? No, folks, I'm just dragging it out. I just thought they were hilarious. The answer, John Rambo, you've won this week, sir. There you go with your four to one Woo. victory. Woo. Just stomping, Woo. Me, crushing it. I like to dedicate this one game. to Dirk. And to Rock Dirk Rambo. 
but not not Robbie. Someday we'll get you out of that wheelchair. Nah, don't make false promises to Robbie. <laughs> if he was a strong enough guy, we'd call him Robert, but he's not. So fuck him. <laughs> Robbie. Oh, I'm Robbie Rambo. <laughs> Robbie, how'd you get? Uh, nope, I'm not even not even going for this one. <laughs> not not this time, Dennis. Not taking that fruit that's um, low hanging. I'm not falling for that shit. I'm not getting okay. canceled from our show. <laughs> well, sir, in, in an effort to keep me from doing another voice, uh, you ready for some reviewage? Let's do it to it. Dennis, a couple of weeks ago, I always peruse the IMDb coming soon to find out what film I got to watch this next week. And a film came up called Queen Pins, which I saw a poster for at a local Cinemaplex a few months back. And uh, I was intrigued because it had quite the cast. Uh, it had uh, yeah. a good old Kristen Bell. It has um, that great actor that we both enjoy so much, Paul Walter Hauser. It had oh, hell yeah. uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste and uh, one of my favorites, uh, Mr. Uh, Vince Vaughn. And uh, so I didn't know much about it, but I'm like, hey, that's an all-star cast. But guess what? It never came out in theaters. It's like, what? I was like looking everywhere. I couldn't find it anywhere. But guess what? Now it's on Paramount Plus exclusively. It just came out last Friday. All right. So I watched Queen Pins. All right, boys. Lock and load. So what are we dealing with here? Gun runners? Gun dealers? It's two women who are counterfeiting coupons. This feels like a lot. You don't think we're coming in a little hot here, boss? Total's 138.55 cents. Is it? It's like a thousand coupons. Your trophy. Yo, yo, yo! It's time to save with JoJo. Is it hot in here? Or is it just me? It's you. Mom! We have a mountain of death. Is this the best we're ever gonna do? How come I'm so broke? The system has set us up to fail. You know who gets rewarded? People who don't follow the rules. It's time we start bending them a little. Now, this movie is about um, a woman who's tried having a child multiple times, went through a few rounds of IBF, her and her husband. I'm talking about uh, Kristen Bell. I was going to say Dax Shepard as well, but he's not here. Um, you <laughs> know, Joe McHale is her husband, uh, and they're just in a oh. bad relationship. And uh, after they... they all the false attempts she has put all her effort into couponing dennis have you ever heard about like extreme couponing oh yes sir in fact my my better half was a was a big fan would try her hand at it once in a while while we were in college and it uh, we did benefit from the the concept yeah so she did that for a while and like one day she was writing a note to us to a i want to say a cereal company because the cereal she bought was a stale and they sent her a free coupon and then she uh she always has this game with her local register clerk at the grocery store she always gives them all these coupons and she's like oh, i only spent this much and i saved this much yeah so she just went and got the one box of cereal and gave the free coupon he's like oh wow someone wrote a note to the company and got a free coupon she's like what are you talking about he's like if anybody complains to a company they give you a free coupon for an item uh, and then she starts making all these bad punny uh, reviews and sending them to all these different companies. She tells her next door neighbor about it. And then they uh, they they somehow start a scam, 
a company where they uh, print up phony coupons and sell them on the internet. And one guy, a loss, oh. a loss prevention worker at this local chain of supermarkets discovers this and he calls the FBI. He's gung ho. I'm talking about Paul Walter Hauser. He's ready to fucking smite down whoever is doing this. And the FBI laughs at him and he, and he's like, but they're, they're mailing out coupons. And the guy, the FBI is like, Oh, wait, whoa, we're sending men. We're sending someone down. Boots will be on the ground soon. And then Vince Vaughn comes <laughs> in and he's like, who do you work for? He's like the United States postal service. And he's like, what? <laughs> And uh, they kind of do a sting op. They try finding them. And uh, that's where we're at. Sounds like a fun premise. Um, I had not laughed at all this whole movie. This movie is stale. It's odd. It's not odd in a good way. It's odd in a very plain, boring, blah. Like, they could have oh, had potential. Oh no. Could have had potential. I honestly saw a fucking trailer for it on TV today. And I'm like, that movie looks fantastic. Oh, wait, I watched that the other day. This movie's not like that. Oh, no, because that was my reaction, too. I had that exact same experience, and I was really excited to hear your review. Yeah, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, because like the cast, phenomenal cast. Um, I mean, I will say it, it is funny, like the two guys that are doing a stakeout and whatnot. But mm, yeah, I just expect a lot more from this cast. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to give Queen Pins over exclusively at Paramount Plus. One and a half slices of toast because it just Ooh, did ouch. not did not pack a punch or deliver anything special uh, to me. Oh, yeah. And uh, that nice chicken outside gave me this coupon. I'm sorry. This is expired. You son yes, of a. Uh, sorry to let you down. Maybe stale. Yeah. May maybe damn. if you uh, decide to reenact your Paramount Plus or get another free sample of it or something, you could let me know what you think. But I'd stay away, folks. I'd stay away. Oh, man. Bummer. Yeah. It well, uh, I, yeah. Well, I did go a very different direction. I thought it'd be fun to kind of jump into the Halloween season and start getting the the horror and the the gloomy, doomy movies in for October and start to get those in. But uh, the first one is going to be a comedy. Oh. Um, I watched Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Wanna talk tough movies? Here's a superhero with the biggest pair of all. You looking for me? There she was, just walking down the street singing. Miss Elvira is a slimy, slithering succubus. A concubine, a streetwalker, a trap. Yes, she's got it all. She's everything you've ever wanted in a movie. A woman and a casserole. You'll see lots of weird romance. What's that perfume you're wearing? Super unleaded. Don't smoke. Loads of drooling madness. Ew, I hope you change the sheets. Hey, Elvira, we got us a couple more volunteers. Great, just grab a tool and start banging. A whole gang of awesome monsters. I'm bad, Jamal, you know it. And a few sleazy experiments. I'm hurt. There's nothing wrong with G-rated movies as long as there's lots of sex and violence. The charge is witchcraft. <laughs> Elvira as 
Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. If they ever ask about me, tell them I was more than just a great set of... It's the greatest double feature of all time. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I've so been this... wanting to watch this for a while, man, but I have not watched it, so I'm excited to hear what oh. you have to say about it. <laughs> okay, this, this flick comes from uh, 1988. This is the character of television fame of the same name. Um, Elvira is playing her character from the show where she is that. She is Elvira. There's no Cassandra Peterson. It's She's just that all the time. And it, it starts off with we are seeing her wrap up filming her show just as the network was like rolling over into the news hour block. And we've got this like really sleazebag dude just bought the network and he's just like, well, I want to make you into a big star. So show me how bad you want it and starts trying to grab up on her. And she's just like, fuck off and mm. knocks the guy out. And, you know, it's like puts him in his place and she's like, screw this. I don't need this job. I can be Elvira anywhere. Yeah. She gets an offer for a, a live show in Vegas, and it's like, fuck yeah, that's that's going to be the deal. Um, the only thing is, the the place that's going to host her is like, uh, except we need you to front some of the money in order for us to put the show on, and they need $50,000 uh, of her money so she can have a show. Huh. So before she gets to Vegas, she's like, all right, I got to f- get this money together, and then I'm going to come down. Finds out she's uh, named in a relative, long-lost relative's will out in... Falwell, Massachusetts? Uh, sounds not, made up not a real place? Sounds pretty made up to me, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this but totally hey, was the universal town. backlot. It, it, it um, had the unmistakable uh, arrangement of Hill Valley, if I, if I may say so. But um, this, honestly, was a great fucking time. It's like just barely over 90 minutes. If you are a fan of just the really tongue-in-cheek, on-the-nose comedy that Sandra Peterson provides as Elvira, and you can appreciate what this character does, it is a great time. And to be honest, even by today's standards, yes, there is this image of who this character is, but this is like a really powerful figure. Like, this woman owns everything. She's every scene she's in. She's hilarious, and she uses her sexuality to her as a strength. Like, it's not just... like. She's not like the helpless damsel, you know? I like that she's actually this kind of empowered figure and where a lot of the treatment of the <laughs> the, the way the character appears, I mean, yeah, she's still gorgeous. That 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 is still there, but it is not it doesn't hinder the story. You still have these like heartfelt moments where she's like gets this group of teenagers who started paying attention to her for all the wrong reasons, like Mm. helps them turn their lives around and become better people. And Mm. it's like, you get a lot of these other like great humor that fits into exactly what you'd expect to see, but it is actually very well executed. And what the funny thing is, I think there's other movies. It reminds me of something like Steve Martin from this period of time, late eighties, early nineties. It's just, it's really that caliber. Um, It's just this flavor. It's this tone. If you're not invested in what, this brand has to offer whatsoever, then yeah, you're probably not going to like it. But there, there are going to be a lot of faces you recognize. Uh, one of my favorites being Edie McClurg as Chastity Pariah, the town like morality officer. She's hilarious. Um, if, if you don't recognize the name, she is the uh, vice principal assistant in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. 
Well, maybe. Um, I thought you were talking to the yeah. uh, the audience there. Sorry for leaving you hanging. Name did not sound familiar, no and I honestly don't remember the character, so I do apologize. But hopefully, the audience is calling me a douchebag and saying, "Yeah, Dennis, I know who oh, he no. is." <laughs> You're all good. Well, man, uh, I gotta say, I, I can only say great things about this movie. I had an awesome time watching it. It was funny. I was it. it it's it's really schlocky and campy, but I appreciated mm. the was doing everything and it had great production value there was like big stuff happening throughout the movie great great uh, practical effects fireballs and explosions uh the the humor you get you got from the show but a lot bigger because this was the big production value of a feature film um i'm gonna give elvira mistress of the dark three slices nice it was a lot of fucking fun. <laughs> now, uh, I'm I'm very happy to hear that. And I definitely am going to check it out for real. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. But uh, where did you check this out? This one I was able to watch over on Hulu. Nice. Um, I know there's a few more of the flicks. Now, I did not see where those were available yet. But you may be hearing about some reviews of those coming down the pipe later on. Yeah, all right. So uh, you you really chose the best time to talk about her because she is having a little bit of a renaissance. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, she uh, put out a autobiography called "Yours Cruelly, Elvira: Memories of the <laughs> Mistress of the Dark." And today, they just announced and they just rolled out the first batch. Uh, she's doing this thing over on Netflix called Doctor Elvira. Uh, she's prescribing horror movies for the uh, Halloween oh, season. Uh, that's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah, there's a few movies, uh, the first, the fifth, the sixth, the eighth. Yeah, pretty much all month long, she's rolling out some movies. So good time to be an Elvira fan. And uh, I wonder if she's totally done doing her show at um, uh, fucking Not Scary Farm. I, I, I Every year I went, I'm like, yeah, oh. see her, man. She's she's a star. Oh, oh hell man. yeah. No, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she kept it, kept it going. No, I, yeah. um, she, she's an awesome person, though. I did get to meet her once doing PA work on a TV show out here in LA um, where she, I mean, obviously she's playing herself and I had to bring, she brought a bunch of her memorabilia from her personal collection. That was pretty cool too. Huh? That's, that's I actually got cool. to return that stuff to her. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was neat. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited for the movie. I, I'm, I thank you for watching it. I know like you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I really, it, it, perfect movie, man. Yeah. Oh, it was. It's a great time. It's a great time. I think you're going to enjoy it, man. Nice. Um, So, yeah, my next review now, folks, I do apologize. I'm butchering the title of this. It's a French movie done by the director who did this flick called Raw. I don't know if you saw it. It's a zombie movie from a few years back. But uh, this movie I'm going to talk about is called or I'm going to call it. Titan.
told me about her The way she lied But it's too late to say you're sorry How would I know? Why should I care? Please don't bother trying to find her She's not there Well, let me tell you about the way she looked The way she acted The color of her hair Her voice was soft and cool Her eyes were clear and bright But she's not there Now, if you want a spelling of it, it's T-I-T-A-N-E. All right, so this movie has a lot going on here, man. So it's about a dancer at, like, car shows. Um, turns out she is a serial killer, and she's now on the run. And she decides that she is going to completely, like, change her looks. Like, she really changes like she cuts all a lot of her hair off she fucks her face up she cut like uh, shaves her eyebrows off she is now pretending to be a child who went missing years ago you know how sometimes there's like sketches of oh. this child was, was abducted or went missing here's what we think they'd look like now so she kind of made herself look like this person and uh then she w- she went to the cops the cops called the father of this person turns out he is like a uh, fire like chief and he is so excited to see his son again and he brings uh this girl back to the firehouse makes makes her a fire uh ranger kind of and uh it's so weird and twisted and awkward and and and, and wacky like she doesn't talk half the time there's there's weirdness happening and it's 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 hmm. a mind bender but Dennis let me let me leave off the fact here she also, how does she hide that she's a female? You might be wondering. She takes gauze and rolls it over her lady parts. Um, but that's not even it. She's pregnant. So she is wrapping gauze oh, shit. amongst her tummy. And Dennis, if you say, oh, shit to that, let me throw in the one thing that I've been hiding here. The, the best part of this movie, uh, before she went on the run and whatnot, she fucked a car a car fucked her she's pregnant with a car like with the car baby inside of her hold on uh-huh. like an automobile like uh-huh. fucking yeah. four wheels go room mm-hmm. car she's and that's of it and it's inside of her man there's a quite the scene of this like it is like whoa what okay and what later on, she also fucks fuck? a fire truck or a fire truck fucks her um well, yeah sure I mean, we're already <laughs> at it. Might as well. Um, never know. You, you finally had the opportunity to have a fire truck. You're never going back, right? I mean, how do you from that? Um, I... But <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting oh, for the perfect way to explain this. But let me let me read you the description that they have over uh, on IMDb to try to Fucking if I, trucks if I. <laughs> If if I didn't give it justice, um, let's see how IMDb spells this. <laughs> Following a series of unexplained crimes, a father is reunited with the son who has been missing for 10 years, Titan, a metal highly resistant to heat and corrosion with high tensile, uh, sorry, high tensive strength alloy. That's that's what they have as the description on IMDb. So it's like, oh, okay, it's so it's just titanium. like the French word for titanium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. And like, so she doesn't fully know that she's pregnant with, with, with a car baby or whatnot, but she does car. realize she's like, 
you see her lactating motor oil. You see like motor oil coming out of her. What the fuck? It, yeah, Dennis, this movie. Oh God, how long? Is Dude, this movie? this movie is long. I, I, this was the final movie I saw in a three movie run, and I had a pee like a son of a bitch. But I was, I refused to get out of my. Like, there's no way to tell what was going to happen next. This movie was just so. Dude out there i didn't want to miss a beat an hour and 48 minutes uh i i don't know how to i just hit my mic you're still digesting it yeah i don't i saw this movie yesterday and i still don't fully know how to describe it but i will say it kept me on the edge of my seat i was enthralled so so i i I went to a a comedy show on friday night and then i I stood up and i watched queen pins i went to bed at like 4 a.m then i woke up and saw three movies in a row and Dennis, I had to read subtitles for this. And you know when I'm tired, I tend to fall asleep in theaters. Ooh. I did not fall asleep at all. I did. And this was the After final the car movie. fucking, I, I bet not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. This and it was graphic, the car fucking. Or her being fucked by a car. I don't know. Oh. Which, well, oh, clearly God. she's getting it from the car. And she, and she, she wasn't. I don't want to. I don't want to get weird here. But she. Whatever. Um, I'm going to give the Titan. <laughs> I'm going to give it Damn. three slices of the toast. Fuck. Okay. It wow, is so I'm gonna have to find this one, man. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a uh, deep indie uh, flick, and uh, <laughs> it's, Gee, that's it's, what she said. It really was. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you more about it because I think I told you everything possible. But it's <laughs> it's a powerful, Damn. powerful film. That, yeah, clearly, clearly. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Well, uh, um, I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm st- fuck. I'm reeling from your description of that. No, I'm that's okay. Sometimes it's the weird shit that like that though. That's just like okay, you go so far this direction and you own it. That's what will make it interesting, and that's what will leave me with a a memory of watching your movie. Yeah, you know, not being oh, sure. afraid of of just crossing that line and just going for it. Like hey, otherwise we'll we'll never have that measure of like oh, have you seen Human Centipede? And then you have that reaction of, oh, God, like it's I I love that. Sometimes that is where the value is built in. It's hey, they were brave enough to go there. Like, I honestly didn't. I watched the trailer for the movie and I didn't fully understand what I saw in the trailer. I'm just like, that's visually because it it has interesting camera movements. The lighting is interesting. Okay, it just has this style about it. And the trailer, I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm seeing this. I I pre-ordered my tickets and I talked to someone the next day and uh, they were describing it to someone else. And they're like, yeah, she fucks a car. And I'm like, wait, what? I fucking missed her fucking. She's like, she's pregnant by a car. I'm like, I missed all this in the fucking trailer. And I'm I already have a ticket. I can't I couldn't wait to see this movie after I learned that little. Oh, my God. Because I just wanted to know what that was. I'm like, is it a tailpipe thing? But no, no, it is (laughs) like it's something. But uh, there's something that you and I both watched. uh, That we did. We are we are very guilty of watching the same flick this week. (laughs) 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 Now, this is a this is a fresh flick from Netflix, folks. And this is pretty much a vehicle all about Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal. This would be the new movie. The guilty 911. This is emergency operator 625. I've just erupted. Okay, sir. I don't even know where you are. Last name? This is the fire department. No, ma'am. You've reached 911, but I can connect you to fire. Just hold the line. What does she look like? She was tall, pink hair, in heels. Hey, man, can you tell me how long it's going to take? 911, what is the address of your emergency? 
I just want to talk to you. Okay, I'm hanging up. Just stop for a drive, sweetie, okay? Is there someone with you? Does the person you're with know you called us? No. Who do they think you called? Your child? Yes, sweetie. Does the person you're with have a weapon? Yes. I need the color of the car, okay? When I say the right one, say it's fine. Red? White? It's fine. Is it a car? No, man. What? No, just yes or no, just yes or no answers, Emily. I'm sorry, I have to hang on. Give me the phone right now. I'm gonna die. I have a woman who's been abducted. What are we looking for? A white van. That's not enough. Come on! Mommy? I just talked to your mommy. She's gonna be okay. You promise? I promise. Do you have air support available? Negative. Air support is grounded due to fire weather. There is a scared little girl whose mother has been abducted. I need a better location. I'll get it. How will you get it? I know Emily's with you. Where are you going? What's going on? Oh my god. What's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Have your seatbelt on? No. Is Henry? Mom. No. What year's on? Now listen. I need you to pull the handbrake hard. Pull it. Oh, what a movie. I'm intrigued to see what you have to say oh, about this. Oh, me too, actually, because I, I, oh man, um, this I I had a great time with this one. Uh, Anton, of course, which yes, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say uh, this is directed by Anton Fuqua of just fantastic thriller and action fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Training Day alone should be like enough pedigree uh, to, for getting into this one, and it's set in the the setting that we're familiar with coming from this guy. It takes place in Los Angeles. Um, a police officer who's seen you, you, you come to learn ha- has, has done some shit has been demoted to working the uh, dispatch desk for a 911 operator call center. And, and he uh, doesn't give a fuck about the calls either. He's just like being a wise ass piece of shit to people well, calling up and interesting. Cause I took, kind of took it as it's like, it, it's kind of like it, the, the, um, the task was beneath him. He wants to be the one doing the help. Like that's how I kind sure. of read, and okay, even I mean, I even to this that. point, even in the first few minutes, Jake Gyllenhaal is already fucking sending it. Like it is mm-hmm. all there. I see this frustrated as hell cop that's just like, "Fuck, I want to clock out. I want to talk to my kid. I want like you're seeing these very genuine human emotions, clear as day, unmistakable. It's not putting it on. I believe it when he's when he's oh, for like, sure. telling us. You know, he was phenomenal in this. Oh and it my even got God, better yes. as, as the film. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's a very limited cast. But if you have a very keen ear, you're going to recognize a lot of interesting voices. The one I got the most excited for, which you probably guess, would, was uh, Bill Burr. Oh, well, well, fuck you. I just I just hearing the angry like him going off. Well, fuck you, too. And they just have it out at each other. Was Bill Burr that in was, there? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Bill Burr was in there. He was oh, one of the really? 911 calls. Wow, yeah, he's one of the calls. Oh shit! He was he the uh, the, the store the owner that was getting. No, he was okay. the store owner that was getting robbed during the riots. Okay, wow. See, that's so funny that you say. I did not realize that, but damn! Now that you say it, I can totally hear it. But, oh, absolutely. Uh, Paul huh. Dano didn't even realize it was him until after until I saw the credit roll. He was in there. 
uh, Ethan Hawke as uh, mm-hmm. his uh, yeah as the uh, the chief. It, like there's yep. it's just it, it it's I don't want to spoil too many of those because there's more to to to, to catch. But um, my God, it, I mean it, the movie jumps in right off the bat. Mind you, yes, because it's a nine one one operator type scene. You can like we can get into some actiony kind of moments right out the gate. But I like how they presented it to us. For never leaving this building, it's fucking interesting. Every frame, like it looks oh, for sure. good. The set looks good, but just the the cinematography was great. We're staring at Jake Gyllenhaal basically the whole movie, and it was mm-hmm. interesting to me. You know, like it, I did not get bored. Yeah, and the interesting thing, like Sarah's like, did they shoot this movie uh, over the uh, lockdown and quarantine? I'm like, yep. And then I'm like, well, oh, I didn't realize that. But you can totally see the spacing of all the actors and the way they interacted with each other. How few but actors still, were on screen works. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. I'm in there. I'm I'm sold. It's like this uh, slice of life moment because it's it's almost like the whole movie is going by basically in real time. There aren't really any gaps. You just like the the ninety minutes the movie plays out are those ninety minutes. It's like the last ninety mm-hmm. minutes of the shift. Um, obviously, why are we here? We're we're watching a story ramp up from one of his particular calls. A, a a woman calls while after her abduction, and the abductor is in the car with her, and mm-hmm. can hear the phone conversation. So he's trying to figure out where the fuck she is, where she's going, what's going on. Uh, over the course of the film, you find out she has children. He talks to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he has a bond with his daughter. He's he's clearly very moved by the connection, the family connection. Oh my god! It just it it keeps ramping oh, yeah. up and it does Powerful. it so fucking well. I will say, ah, however, yes, I'm thinking you might you might say the same thing right before that big little twist ball was dropped. I'm like, I bet what if blah 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 did blah 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 and and then of course it's like, oh blah 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 did do blah 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 and I'm like, really? Oh, all right. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, oh, interesting. I didn't. I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. I was oh, just okay. like, wait a minute, because in the trailer, they're like, things aren't exactly what they seem. And I'm like, all right, what if? Okay. I was playing a little okay. Marvel game. Nice. But nice, no, nice. I was shocked. But I, I really thought you would have. You would have called that out. Damn. No. I. Hey, I was still on board for this. The it was it was great. It was it was phenomenal. Oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah. what do you think? Should we slice this one? Let's slice it up. All right, dude. What'd I. I, I, I don't give them out often, but I'm going to do it on this one. I'm giving it four slices. It is, I could not, like, after watching the movie, it's like, I can't think of something I dislike about it. It is just a solid flick all the fucking way through. And I was in it the whole way. I didn't want to let off the gas. Once we get in, I was, I was all the way there. And it was like, well, damn, that was great ride. So, yeah, I am giving it four slices. All right. Um, I will say um, I agree. Although the only downside I did have was the very end, the last couple of scenes uh, after his call had wrapped up um, what happened next. But I will say it was slightly Hmm. took me out. I'm like, the movie should be over, but I'm like, all right, we're filling in some gaps. We're seeing the character going through some stuff so I can forgive it. And I'm not going to hold it against it. And uh, yeah, the, just the whole turnaround of the character. I'm going to I'll be with you. I'll say I want to say three and a half, but you're right. If that's all my I had, all, the only flaw, I'll give it four. Yeah, four slices of toast. Damn. I agree. Oh, look at that, folks. Double four slicer. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, seriously, that was one I wasn't even aware it was coming out. 
it was just like, oh, it's number two in the U.S. Let's let's do it. Let's let's check this out. I'm always I'm up for a Jake Gyllenhaal. It, I was getting very much uh, was it 1600 vibe from it, you know, like the kind of hmm. the limited location where we're really anchoring one star on carrying the story forward. And it's like it was the, I would almost say it's even more limited, although we were in a bigger space. We were at his desk the whole movie, you know, he yeah. changed desks. That was the big change. <laughs> and it was it was fucking great. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. It just worked so well. I, I One of my favorite parts was uh, when he was first getting the call, you kept seeing like uh, his coworker looking over at him and just staring. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I like that guy. I'm like, I because I, I, every time he's in a movie, he's always pretty good. And at one point, he uh, Sarah's like, can that guy not fucking look at him? Can he just mind his own fucking business? And then like a second <laughs> later, he's like, what's going on, Joe? And Joe's like, mind your own fucking, fucking business. business. I'm like, oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that's great. It's like, no, that's awesome. Because it's like, you, it's that build up too. And it's I, mm-hmm. I like that actor too. I, I feel like I recognize him from a lot of commercials on TV also. Uh, oh, he's yeah. kind of yeah. been around for a long time. But um, I was thinking that... of him in the Queen Latifah, Jimmy Fallon movie, Taxi. Oh my God. So now I feel pretty. The uh, Amy Schumer movie. Uh, but he's in a lot of things, but yeah, a lot of commercials too. But uh, yeah, great flick. Great. I flick. don't know where I'm going with that. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to der- derail you. No, no, no. I did. I don't. I don't know if I had anything else. A uh, little, little bit of advertising from Sennheiser. Oh my god! All of that coverage of his headset. We got to see that Sennheiser mm-hmm. logo like a oh. fucking hundred thousand times. Like half the movie. Also, just also. If 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 we're, we also forgot to mention, this is all happening while Los Angeles is on fire. It's fire yes. season. And there's, there's a fire big wildfire. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's starting to get into the. Um, it's in the city proper, so there are like buildings burning and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't sell you on this, and if you liked a little uh, show called. Uh, Fucking wow. I had it in my head a second ago. 24. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, If you like the show uh, True Detective, I believe this is written by the uh, show creator of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that's a little incentive to check it out. When you're going to say it was going to be the uh, origin story of Edgar Stiles. Oh, man. Edgar Stiles here. Chloe. TTU. Uh, but if you want to talk about big guys having origin stories, I have a little origin story of my own to tell you about. My next oh. movie is The Many Saints of Newark. When I was a kid, guys like me were brought up to follow codes. Hey, jerk off. What'd you say? What? Antonio Soprano. I wonder if I can talk to you alone for a moment, Mrs. Soprano. On the basis of the Sanford Binet, he's high IQ. You can't prove it by me. He's got a D plus average. Well, he doesn't apply himself, but he is smart. The results tell us he's a leader. Ankle dick. Growing up with the family takes a toll. Maybe an ambassador to England or France. You're my nephew. 
I want to do whatever I can to help you. My gift to you. I want to go to college. I can't get called with shit like this. Look, you take the speakers, right? At the same time, you say to yourself, this is the last time I'm ever gonna steal something. It's that simple. Let me go talk to him. He only listens to Dickie. Gotta do something about Dickie Malasani. Maybe some of the things you do aren't God's favorite. By example, we'll make the right decision. This kid's got what it takes. As far as your nephew goes, I'm listening. Stay out of his life. This, of course, is the prequel to the highly successful HBO series. The Sopranos. We are now learning about the family, the people, the mobsters, everything that created the one and only. Is it Tony Soprano? I guess so. Family. I didn't watch the show. Did you ever? <laughs> Sorry, I held back so long. <laughs> uh, you, you ever watched The Sopranos? I, I did not. I have um, added it to my HBO queue because you know, now, now I feel like I could probably appreciate it if I gave it a oh, yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it either, but I say, God damn it for the toasties out there. I'll watch this. Yeah, film. I don't even like mob movies, but I'm going to watch it anyways. Oh, and uh, they, they, they're pretty much selling this as like the origin story story. I'm going to say story one more time like that. Um, the origin story <laughs> of uh, Tony Soprano. But he's kind of like a, a little background character here. Like you see oh. him as a little boy, then you see him as a as a. Adult, but you're more focusing on like his uncles and whatnot and his father a little bit, uh, but a lot more about his uncle. And you're just seeing the the inner workings of like uh, the mob back in Newark and like racial tensions are happening. There's riots. There's a whole bunch of things happening in the background, but you're just seeing like some heinous stuff happening. And it has quite the cast. I mean, you're you're getting a. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, Via Formiga, John Bernthal, Corey Stahl, Ray Liotta plays two characters in this. Uh, and just oh. a bunch of people. They're like, oh, that person, this person. And you're getting a narration from someone who died in the TV show. And he's kind of the one telling the story about his father and his grandfather and his little uncle that would grow up and kill him one day. And I'm like, ah, I wish I knew the show because this would be really riveting to me. Oh, shoot. But, uh, yeah. But um, this movie clocks in at, I want to say, two hours exactly. And there was never really a dull moment of it. Like, just like nice. uh, Titanium, I'm going to call it. I didn't want to go to the bathroom. I didn't want to leave. I wanted to continue watching and seeing because anything could happen. Uh, deaths, uh, sex, alcohol, uh, murder. I already said death. You said drinking, all my favorite drugs. things. <laughs> <laughs> no rock and roll. Well, no, you get a little rock and roll. Okay. Um, you get a little, little, little action, a little, little sprinkle. Um, but yeah, no, I for knowing nothing about the Sopranos, this movie uh, really captivated me. And uh, I imagine if you're an actual Sopranos fan, you'll like it even more than I. Do. Oh, okay. So I think it's definitely worth checking out. I'm gonna say I caught this in the cinema, but it's also playing on HBO Max for free if you have the service. Um, I'm gonna give the mini 
Saints of Newark. Three slices of toast. Oh, sweet. Um, That's a solid flick. Yeah, good, good stuff. Oh, for sure. And I'd probably give it three and a half or four if I liked the series, but unfortunately, I don't. But uh, yeah, check it out. Don't check it out. Don't. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I, I like that. You, it doesn't sound like it is so hooked on you having to be familiar with the show. That was my concern. Because like, no. I'm curious yeah, about the movie, but it's like, am I just am I going to miss like a fucking quarter of the movie? But doesn't seem like it. No. And I mean, sure, you'll hear stuff and you, you'll probably notice and pick up on things if you are a fan, but you don't have to be a fan. Or maybe I just got a weird brain that I'm like, I'll pretend like it doesn't matter. But no, I don't think it matters because you're meeting a core cast of people that you probably don't even see in the show or people who are then older in the show. So either oh, way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're good. It's not like um, you're going to see the same actors playing these characters because it's a, what, a 30 year difference or something? Oh, yeah. Or 40 years? Like that. Yeah, yeah, um, because the character who is killed by uh, Tony Soprano, I keep wanting to say Tony Shalhoub, he's not in this. Oh my god, um, I want that to be the movie instead. <laughs> oh boy, um, he he wasn't even in half the movie, he came in later in the movie and he was a baby, and the narration's oh, wow. a full-grown man telling the story, hmm. um, so yeah, there's a big gap of age, um, yeah, uh, but I will wrap us up on these uh, film reviews with a movie a sequel of sorts called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Lady, we should be out there snacking on bad guys. I am a predator. I need to be free. You have got to get control of your aggression, or you will get hauled off into Area 51. You live in my body. You live by my rules. I'm sorry, I don't know what came over me, please. Let me fix it. So I can fix it again. You are a loser. Eddie Brock, I want to give you my story. People love serial killers. Please, why me? What's mine is yours. And what's yours is mine. I have tasted blood before, and that is not it. All right, we have Tom Hardy on Tom Hardy action here. We're getting a movie. You and I saw the first movie together. Yes, sir. I felt like that first movie was so wacky and out there. I felt like it was more of a comedy. I felt like it was a movie that thrived back in the early 90s. This is a 90s movie, but this movie... A little bit different. This movie knows it's a comedy. This movie has some fun. This movie is more of a buddy comedy. Uh, Like sweet. Okay. (laughs) uh, Like, so essentially as we saw in the end of Venom or the post-credit scene of Venom, uh, he's going to interview Cletus Cassidy, um, the one and only carnage, the psychopath, played by fucking Woody Harrelson. And uh, it's it's fantastic in the theater. Someone's like, is that Tallahassee? Uh, that's <laughs> Scotland. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just, that was... That's fantastic that out of everything, this guy, this guy's in a great fucking career. And he's like, Tallahassee. And, and the person was like, yeah, yeah, it's Tallahassee. Calm down. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's also like a love story uh, amongst uh, we, we, we get some love action between uh, Tallahassee and 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 a mutant, uh, and we also have a love story of Venom and uh, 
fucking Tom Hardy himself, Mr. Eddie Brock. And uh, also the love they had for, um, I'm going to call her Promising Young Woman because uh, <laughs> I, I, I completely forgot her name for a second. Um, but yeah, so pretty much um, Eddie is the only person that uh, Cletus will talk to. Uh, and right before he's put to death, uh, going to be executed, he bites Eddie and he's like, hey, I've I've tasted blood before and there's something up with your blood. And what then the he essentially got a little bit of the symbiote in him. The symbiote, the symbiote. Sim- yeah. Uh, he, he, yeah. I, I was thinking like how they used to say it in the other movie. And uh, so then he becomes carnage and like he starts killing people left and right. But that happens after Eddie leaves. Eddie has a fight with Venom and uh, Venom leaves him and goes around and has his own wacky adventure for a bit, which was kind of cute and fun. Um, <laughs> but so it's pretty much now uh Cassidy's uh broken out of jail and he's trying to find the love of his life and fucking Carnage is the symbiote version he wants to go and kill the one and only Venom so Car- uh Cle- uh Cassidy is like hey man I know where he is I know who he is but first you got to help me do something they break out his girlfriend from a supermax style weird fortressy prison and they go on a killing spree. But the thing is, I want more. You're going to call it. Let there be carnage. I want carnage. I want craziness. Like, yeah, he goes on a cool killing spree and having fun, but you never see a lick of blood. You don't see crazy execution. Mm. I will say, I mean, there are cool camera moves and whatnot. And there's one scene where we're uh, learning about uh, Cassidy as a child and what he did in this cool style animation. Um, I will say uh, this was uh, directed by uh, Andy Serkis, uh, as most people know him as uh, Gollum or King Kong or uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes. He directed this and he did a pretty dang good job. I like this a lot more than the first one. Um, And there was a lot of of cool jokes and stuff in here. It was a funny, funny movie. Um, It was more of a buddy comedy, as I already said. But is it a good movie? Yeah, I'd say it's probably two slices. Um, wow. I know a lot of people have been raving about the uh, post credit scene, saying it's a game changer, this and that. And I'd say, shut up. <laughs> you know this is coming. You, the way it is, it's like, oh, yeah, that is kind of cool. That is unique. That that that. But it's like, sh- you fucking know what's going to happen. I could probably have you list a couple of things that could happen. I mean, the way it happened was kind of cool. But uh, it, it's definitely a, it's, you can probably it's, it's guess good, it before it happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. OK. Yeah. By the time they set it up, it's like, oh, yep, this is going to happen. And it did. But it was still fun uh, to watch. And, and well, OK. Wanting more. So yeah. I will say I'd see more Venom action. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about this uh, little film. And, Just a uh, couple of slices. Huh? Yeah. All right. All right. And, and, and it's no no slaying against the film. It's, sure, it's a fun sure, film, sure. but. I want hey, more carnage. Two isn't half. Like, two isn't zero. You know, that's a big yeah. difference. Two is less than half. Uh, well, no, two is half because it's four slices. Either way, uh, as a child, oh, my favorite oh, yeah. villains were, were were Venom and Carnage. And the fact that Venom is is wants to be a good guy and whatnot. And it's like, what? And they even touch base upon in this. He, he wants to write for uh the newspaper and whatnot and he's i'm like he was a fucking reporter on like a fucking youtube channel or something in the last one they they touch base on that but um yeah no they took two of my favorite characters from this universe and kind of watered them down i felt oh, Maybe that's shoot. yeah but uh i will say 
I know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> he won't I, say, folks. Yeah. He's not it, but it, gonna. But if you've seen the film, you'll get it. Or when you see the film, you'll you'll probably. Oh, for sure. Film. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Two slices. It's now playing in the theaters. Go check it out. Don't check it out. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Um. You should check it out. It's good. Um. Yeah. Any Any questions about it? Because I know you're probably looking forward to the film. Oh no, man. I. If, to be honest, I am itching to get to our what if convo because. That was a gnarly one. I am pumped. Oh yeah, you're you're ready for what if Ultron won? Oh yes. Yeah, peace. I love peace. I'd be out of a job with peace. Do we know each other? Time. Reality. Reality. It's changeable. Where you want to be? That's the question, isn't it? Every is different each one unique slow down a little bit there's a few people in the room that don't understand all right you want to set us up for this one all right folks uh this this is an interesting episode of what if um this one's actually calling back to basically almost every episode we've seen uh most of them in fact and I would almost go so far as to argue some of the other ones that go back to earlier in the timeline probably had to exist for this one to take place. And you can make the argument that most of the what if universe is probably the same place. We, it, it, they're making it seem like all these one-off things. Uh, this episode alone incorporates, I think, four other episodes from earlier in the season. But anyways, I digress. Um, what if Ultron won? Now, where we left off, I believe the last episode was that Thor was an only child. That it oh, it opened I think so. the yeah it it ends on this version of Ultron walking through like this dimension gate with his army, um, which has God, again as I'm saying that out loud, it has an interesting implication for the end of this episode because we don't see this moment, um, but. We, we we like some gnarly shit happens. So what if Ultron won? Yeah, well, you're getting obviously action in this. Yeah. Oh hell yes. I mean, we start off in a post-apocalyptic world where Cliff Barton's lost his arm, and it's basically down to him and Natasha because they're like the only surviving members of fucking Avengers at this point. That they are trying to figure out how to break down the um, infrastructure that is Ultron, like his hive mind, and he's basically um, become uh, a vision. The powers that vision has, he now possesses because vision was never made as the antithesis, the solution to the Ultron problem. And uh, we, we get to meet uh, Thanos. Oh yeah. Very briefly though. Just, it's a quick, it's a quick visit. It's a quick, uh, and it also just shows how gnarly powerful uh, Ultron can be. And, uh, 
and I love, I gotta be honest, when we build up to basically like the Galactus version of Ultron, holy shit. Uh, but that's getting ahead of yeah. things. I apologize. I will say, this is the version of Ultron. This is the version of Robert California I wanted to see in Avengers 2. Because they were building it up big and hyper realistic and intense in the trailers. If this was what that fucking movie was like, oh, oh man. man, it would have been yeah. a fucking great movie. I would I would but. watch this fucking movie. Um, and I gotta say, the first time we saw Black Widow, because of course Scar- Scarlett Johansson wasn't here, it's like Belle as her. I was like, I don't like the fucking voice of Scarlett uh, Johansson's replacement. Uh, I don't like this version of Natasha. But in this, I felt like she gave a phenomenal performance. And oh, yeah. I don't know if I just came around to it, but she was great, I thought. No, I, I agree. No, I, I think she's... I, I've always been a fan of her as uh, Romanoff from the get-go, but no, in this one, it's just like, that's her. It's like, she's now mm-hmm. becoming just as much Black Widow as it is hearing Scarlett Johansson's voice deliver Black Widow oh, lines. Yeah. Um, no, there, it's... I, I think the voice acting is spot on. Jeremy Renner, I don't know why, it sound, he sounded kind of weird, but maybe it's, you know, could just A be the bit, age. Right? Let's, let's be honest, it's been like almost 20 years since he started, or not 20 years, but you know what I mean? You know, it's been like the better part of a decade he's been this character, so he's... Well, the way... The way I was looking at it was he, he he even says like he's given up the will to live like he's seen some shit and it just exactly. got to him. And I think that's, that's why he was so. Eh, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I could agree with that. I agree with that. Um, the so this this all powerful uh, Ultron who ends up fucking after putting down Thanos takes the rest of the rings and he himself is a fucking walking, talking infinity gauntlet. Holy shit. That was that was some that was some shit, and then it had an interesting result uh, after eliminating almost all humanity in his universe, um, and there was mm-hmm. nothing left. He could hear the Watcher's voice. Mm. That was such an awesome moment. And he goes searching. So we kind of left out a little bit of this. He's just doing what he was created to do, because uh, they say uh, Tony Stark wanted to create him to bring peace and quietness and just like make the world as peaceful as possible. And his, his eyes was as peaceful as possible. Let's kill everything in this, in my way, everything in the world. I want to destroy dimensions. I will make the world quiet. I will make it peaceful. And I mean, he successfully does it. I think he did. I mean, in his way, it works. He does. He does it. He accomplishes it, his goal. And it's fucking a gnarly. And then I love that moment if we actually get to sit and feel that moment for, for a second, especially as, and then, and that's when that scene plays out. But I love that buildup of like, I'm just right there with this, oh shit, he, this machine is realizing it has nothing left. And then it's realizing it's hearing a voice fucking describing mm-hmm. everything it's thinking. And I liked that moment of it, kind of that sort of meta realization and, and, and then Jeffrey even, Wright having to like th- participate in the fight. I like I like hearing his voice change from "Oh shit, oh shit," you know, like <laughs> yeah. But like the beauty of that, he even thought he was safe. He's like, "There's no way he'll ever find me. I am safe as can be." And then the shit hits the fan, and yeah, yeah. he got to have some fun. I think. So when I say in, even in the comics, the Watcher is like one of the most powerful entities. Period. It's just I mean, because he, of their position, the they're held back. Like, oh yeah, um, and, and then oh, and then, many, the, right? The, the the best part when he was like, 
he's like, I want to help them. There's a point where they're looking for files in a Soviet like headquarters. Oh yes, he's like they're so close, they're so close. I could help them, but I shan't. I can't. And like he's rooting for our heroes. He wants to help our heroes. Like so, it's like once he gets the chance to fight this fucking all powerful fucking Ultron, it's like yeah, fucking give it to him, Watcher. Hell yeah! Oh no, that was awesome. And uh, and I. We cl- I gotta say, there's an- yet another episode that closes out too soon, and I'm hoping that it's like only part one, and we do get a part two for this one because that was too much was left in the up in the air. Um, you know, I- I've been pondering this. I feel like next season they're just going to continue each story. Like maybe that's the way they're going. I could be wrong, but I'd be. I could see I'd that. Happy. Like they keep the title sequence going, but it's just a matter of not whether or not you pay attention and realize. Oh, actually. This episode is the sequel to this one. This episode mm. top polishes off that storyline. Um, or like you could see in the background of like, oh, we can see the resolution of that story happen over here. And mm. um, this one is a callback to one of my other favorite episodes. And we get to meet the strange Supreme, the evil Dr. Strange one more time, oh, yeah. because that dimension still exists. That shattered world that he created is the last vestige of like, safety that the watcher thinks he can run to and he hides there uh to try to get away from ultron and uh starts to to try to game plan with the evil dr strange yeah yeah and that's it like fuck i was just like oh this is it's finally like getting to the the, my peak interest and i really i would this is what i want to see play out Mm mm-hmm and hopefully we'll get to that. Maybe you're right. Maybe next week might be the continuation. I'd honestly be content if it isn't, but I don't see how it couldn't be because the Watcher is the one telling us all these stories. I don't think he's just going to now be content in a different... Although, I mean, maybe he is in different universes in different ways. I don't know. It's it's such a weird... Is it, uh, is there Are there copies of him? You know, you yeah. know, like... Yeah, no, that's a maybe. good question. We'll have to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. One more episode left for the season. Should be a good one. I'm excited. Oh, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dennis, I think episode 105 is in the books. Right? Oh, yes, sir. I, 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 yeah, I think I think it's I think it's time to time to put it to rest. That was a solid run. We got some good flicks. I hope folks, I hope we've given you some good recommendations on things to check out. We got some good reviews. Uh, if you haven't watched The Guilty, <laughs> go fucking watch that one for sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's all great shit. Um, and worth mentioning, uh, Adam and I were just put getting through the next stages of Movie Toast, the festival slated for this mm-hmm. December. Man, I'm excited to share our, our selections with you folks. We are able to make our picks and those who are in the festival know now uh, we've, we've changed the uh, status of your short um just uh, this last if weekend you were selected. yeah if, if, if you haven't checked yet please go check it out um for those of and you not selected you... i we appreciate your participation still oh, yeah. still great material and please keep please keep sticking with it that this is exactly this is you guys might not have made it in our festival which sucks and we do apologize but it's not because of your work. It's because we had a lot of things to do. Yes. We had to make some tough decisions. That and we unfortunately, did. like there were some battles that we threw amongst ourselves. It's like we fought yep. tooth and nail for certain things, but 
we had to streamline it and get the best of the best. And yours was probably the best, but not of the best. Like, I, I don't mean to demean you in any point, but keep like Dennis says, keep keep honing your skill. Keep applying to festivals. Keep doing what you're doing because, you, yeah, hey, you're fucking doing something that a lot of people don't do. A lot of people say I would love to do it, but they don't. And you fucking did it. So congrats, guys. Absolutely. And, and for as for the rest of you. Keep an eye out for this December. The festival's coming. And for you folks who want to just come on, come along for the party, come check it out. That is over on filmfreeway.com. And keep an eye on our socials. Uh, we'll we be posting that link and that date all the fuck over the place. And oh, by yeah. those places, I mean Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're going to have, uh, we got ourselves a Reddit and a Discord server. Please, if you're following any of those places, go, go check it out. Um, keep your eyes peeled for the date and time. Yeah, all those places pretty much find as at movie underscore toes. Only exception over on YouTube and Facebook, we're at movie toast news and reviews. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to be a completely digital festival. It's free for everyone to yes. go and join and watch. Um, we got about two hours, a little over two hours worth of films that we're showing, but there's going to be some other stuff thrown in the mix. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. I think uh, it's a nice, yes, uh, it's going to fit in time with the holidays. Um, but uh, say you're like, what can I do for you guys right now? Like, I don't want to wait. It's like, well, you could give us a review of the, of the show. Let us know what you think. doesn't have to be terrible. doesn't have to be great. It could be whatever you actually feel it is. And uh, honestly, what else could you do? Uh, if you say you're like, you're like a whiz at editing or you, you love social media. Guess what, guys and gals? We're looking for interns for both that. We're looking for a social media intern. We're looking for an editing intern. Um, so if you want, shoot us an email. Shoot us your resume. Shoot us your demo. Whatever you think you want to send us, it's uh, a Gmail account. Send it to movietoastnewsandreviews at gmail.com. Once again, that's movietoastnewsandreviews at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to see your work. We'd love to have you a part of our Movie Toast family. Um, I don't know. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun stuff going on right now. I'm that it is. Dennis. Well, you know what, folks? I, I do have one final request. You probably saw it coming, but, you know, we can never leave without wishing you to please stay toasty. I don't know how we wish that, but no, I get that. Never mind. I'm a fucking dumb dumb. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no. Because I, I'm sorry that I, I was like, wish you. No, it's like, yeah, we wish that you stay toasty. Yeah, it makes sense. We wish yes, you I, to I, stay I, toasty. We wish you to stay toasty. We wish you a merry toastmas and a happy toast year. Oh, that's our theme song dude, the fucking, look at that. For the festival. Just Boom. wrote itself. Oh, like, why can't we write jingles like that for trivia and reviews and TV reviews? I think I think you just said what, what our next uh, what our next project, our powwow sesh is going to be 